0: Welcome to Influencer Insights. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. In this 10 minute training series, I answer your most asked questions and sought after advice about blogging, online branding, and influencer growth with step-by-step strategies you can take action on right away. Welcome back to another episode of Influencer Insights. We have another listener Q&A today which I'm really excited to dive into. And this one comes from precious Simeon. And her question is, I want to know the biggest challenge you experienced after you started your podcast and what you did to strive through it and be better. Also, what is the most honest advice that you can give someone like me who wants to be an influencer? So we kind of got two questions going on here. So I'm going to dive into the first one. So the biggest challenge that I experienced after starting my podcast and then what I did to strive through it and be better. I think one of the biggest challenges that I experienced when I experienced when starting, and it's kind of a challenge that I think I experience, I know, and probably a lot of us do whenever we're starting anything is that ability to stay consistent and to continue to show up and to continue to have the passion and the drive to do so when i first started my podcast it was super fun because it was new and it was exciting and at the time this was about 3 years ago podcasting wasn't to the to as big of as it is to the degree it was as it is today is what i'm trying to say and um and so i was kind of on the the early cusp of of really doing this and there was a lot that was new that i didn't know i had never done a podcast i had never recorded anything or written podcast episodes. I had no idea what I was really doing, but I did have this curiosity and this passion and this exciting, this excitement for it. And so I think that in the beginning, the challenge was the confidence piece. You know, I remember thinking back to that time of being really nervous about doing interviews and being really nervous about making sure that I got it right and I said the right questions and I sounded sophisticated and educated and all of that kind of stuff. And as I continued to do it, I think that what happened naturally is that more of my personality and more of my authenticity was able to shine through. I think that when I first started, I was so kind of Um, hellbent a little bit on it, having to look and feel and be and sound a certain way that was kind of a little choppy. And I know that, you know, because we have such incredible topics and incredible guests and because, you know, I really do pride myself in really understanding business and marketing and influencing and blogging. Some of the first podcast episodes were incredible in terms of the information, but what was going on behind the scenes was that I was constantly kind of judging the sound of it, the process of it, which I think is really natural. But one of my biggest challenges to overcome was to stop judging it, you know, to stop have f- trying to force it to look and in, in feel a certain way and to really just kind of accept it for what it was. And as I was able to do that and really kind of get out of my own way, i was even I was able to really grow as a podcast host and as a interviewer and as a journalist of sorts. And I was able to really carry more authentic, deep, meaningful conversations. And I was starting to be able to ask, um, really more interesting questions naturally, not some that were like super imposed that had to come out. Now, the way that I do my podcast now is that I don't have a script. Um, I am someone who who does like to be prepared. So I always have either a guest bio, or if I'm doing a solo episode, like one right now, I've got the question in front of me but I don't have any script for how I'm doing this. I'm literally just naturally answering this question to you all right now, as I would if we were sitting face-to-face having lunch or coffee. And for me, that is what has always worked best. When I used to have something that was super scripted and super imposed, it kind of restricted me To really live in the moment with it and to really be creative with it and to kind of like see where it went. So, as I got more confident and comfortable with doing podcasting, I allowed myself to be more playful with it, to be more creative with it, and to really have more of that entrepreneurial spirit with it. And so, now um, what I do to strive through and be better with it is that I don't judge myself in the process of it so much. This is not a perfect process or platform. There's going to be episodes that the editing isn't perfect. There's going to be episodes where, heck, I don't know, you guys may not like the guests that I have on, or you think the topics are boring or whatever it may be. But as long as I'm staying true to myself and what I know to be true for me and what I I truly believe is valuable, then I know that I'm striving through it and being better. So that is my answer to your question, Precious. I hope that that did answer your question. And I do think it's important to note that that might've been the biggest challenge that I experienced when I first started out, right? Like thinking that it had to look and be and feel a certain way. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable, recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. for sponsoring the show. I think now the challenge is, and kind of going back to what I originally said, is that drive to keep it consistent while still being excited and passionate about it. Because I've got to be honest with you guys. I mean, right now during this week, I have about 20 something podcast episodes to record. And the thought of that can be so daunting you know, and whenever, and the reason why I do it this way is that I batch. I know I've talked a lot about batching on this episode with you guys. And the reason why I like to batch is that it keeps my focus really honed in and it allows me to kind of get blocks of stuff done so that I can then move on to other things. So, I'm in a batching season right now of the podcast, and whenever the season starts to come up, I always get that resistance inside me, right, of like, gosh, I hope some of these guests cancel so I don't have to be on these all day, or I hope something happens, or what have you, and I kind of get in this really unaccepted mindset of it, and this really negative mindset of it, but I'm telling you, I'm such a firm believer that, you know, God does for us a lot of times what we can't do for ourselves. And every time that I have that resistance and I just, I want to be honest with you guys about it because I think that that's so important whenever you're creating anything, the resistance is so normal. It's going to come up no matter how long you've been doing something, no matter how successful you may be at something, you're still going to get those things, at least from my experience. But every single time that happens and then I get on a, a podcast interview and I'm talking to a guest who I find to be so inspiring are so smart, or so strategic, or so informative, and I start to learn things, that's when I'm always reminded, like, this is why I do this. This is why I keep showing up. This is why, even though I felt resistant this morning, this is why I know that this needed to happen, because it's actually good for me. It fills my tank up. It inspires me. It makes me keep wanting to show up and keep doing this show for you guys, Right. Um, so I think that that's also really important to note that that is a continuous challenge that happens for me fighting that resistance. Um, and the reason why is probably due to a little bit of like laziness, to be honest, like, and I, you know, it's just, it's a lot more, you know, it's easier to work on other things than to sit here behind a desk all day and listen to people talk. But that's a really negative way of thinking about it. You know, instead, when I allow myself to be more open, I learn so much from these incredible guests and, and I truly am so grateful that they are giving us their time and their attention and their experience and their wisdom. And, um, I'm reminded to not take that for granted because it really is a privilege. It is a privilege to be able to be a leader in this world. It is a privilege to be able to wake up every day and post something or record something or write something. And even if it just impacts one person, that can change the world. And I mean, when you really think about the weight of that, it's remarkable, you know, especially in the world in which we're in right now. I mean, this is, we are in, it's March 23rd. We are right in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic and this craziness that is happening. And we have options. We have choices. We can either see things as gifts and opportunities, or we can see things as challenges and um, and we get to choose on if we view it negatively or not. And so that's how I strive through it every time that it comes up. Now, what is the most honest advice that I can give someone who wants to be an influencer? It kind of goes back to that one thing that without the courage to to want to do something, without the purpose or the passion to want to do something, you will never start. But without the consistency to want to see it through, you will never finish. And my most honest advice for someone is you got to figure out why you want to be an influencer. What does influence mean to you? It's, it's the reason why I ask that to every guest that comes on the podcast, because that word is not just about, you know, making someone do something that you want them to do or posting cute photos on social media. It is about Impacting, having the ability and having the power and having the leadership to be able to impact a global community. And so you have to really get honest with yourself about why do you want to do that? Why do you want to impact people? What is your message? What is your purpose? What is your why? Why do you want to wake up every day, pick up your phone, and post something? What authentically is your desire to have a connection with another human being. And a lot of times people seem to skip that step. You know, they just want to go straight to the popularity contest or straight to the number of followers or straight to the gifted product or straight to the whatever it is. And to me, that's not living in authenticity. You know, all of those things are just byproducts of really showing up and stepping into your empowerment, like empowering yourself to step into who you are as a leader and really showing up every day and making that choice to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And so that would be my most honest advice to someone is that if you don't know what your purpose is, if you don't know why you want to do this, if you don't really know what it means, what influence means to you, then you cannot pass, go and collect the $200 until you know that. So. Hopefully this answers your questions and um, hopefully this inspires you a little bit to maybe ask yourself those questions today. I mean, I know that I have to sometimes ask myself those questions every day to stay in the mindset to show up every day with courage and with vulnerability and with, um, with impact and with love and with joy, even when all of this mess may be happening, right? Even when there may be crisis is happening and chaos happening and sensitive times, because the thing is guys, at the end of the day, like that's just life. Like this is not the first crisis that the world has had and it will not be the last. This is not the first sensitive day (laughs) that any of us have had on this planet and it won't be the last. So how are we going to choose to see it? You know, how are we going to take this as an opportunity and thrive? Or are we going to take this as a challenge and curl up in a ball and just give up? All right, guys, that is my answer to you. I hope that you have a great rest of the week. And if you need support, you know where to find me, juliesolomon.net. You know where to get my free resources if you're someone who's looking to find what your purpose is, who wants to find what your why is, who wants to find that. The Influencer Academy teaches you exactly how to do that in Modules 1 and 2. Um, we also have an incredible free webinar at org slash webinar that you can dive into. But that's a way that you can show up for yourself. That's a way that you can strive through and be better by investing in yourself, by believing in yourself, and by having the courage to follow through. All right, guys, I love you, and I'll see you next time.